Welcome to a Life of Choice podcast, the podcast that helps you shift and broaden your perspective to get more out of life. I'm your host, Robin McCaig, so let's get started. So welcome back. I've just come back after a week away in Whistler. So for those of you who don't know the area, it's a couple hours drive from Vancouver and it's in the mountains. And it's a ski resort in the winter and actually was bought out by Vail a few years back. So there's a couple of different ski hills and it's great in the summer for biking and hiking and being around the lakes and really having a relaxing time. And with COVID, of course, we can't travel very far. So there's a lot of local people going up to the area because it is so beautiful and it gets us back to nature and it's just a really wonderful place to hang out. And so I was up there for a week and I did a lot of hiking. I really kind of pushed the boundaries on my physicality after the foot surgery last year. And I certainly haven't been doing a lot of elevation as far as hiking. I live in Richmond, which is very flat. And so I don't get that opportunity for hills. So I did really push it. I did one hike that was seven hours, four hours up and three hours down. And it was just amazing to be up at the base of this mountain and the cool, crisp air and just really being in that quiet and solitude. And there was a few people, but not a lot on the less strenuous hikes. There was definitely a lot of people. And one of the things I found was it was so nice to be around hikers again And there's kind of this unspoken law of hello and recognition as you bypass people as you're walking on the trail. And maybe one or two people out of all of the probably close to 100 people that I encountered over a week didn't say hello, but the majority did. And if I didn't start it, they did. And certainly it's easier when you're out hiking and you're not wearing masks. But at the same time, it just reminded me of how I miss that kind of connection. And when people are wearing masks, of course, we don't see the smile and we don't get that feedback because we are really great at feeling that mirroring and mirroring people back. Like you've ever noticed, if you're around someone who's smiling, often you'll smile back. It's just a natural way that we react to other people. Same if they're sad. You know, chances are, even if you start to smile, there may be a part of you that kind of shuts it down because that other person is feeling sad or in grief. And we don't want to show an emotion that doesn't seem congruent with what the situation is. And so in my local community, even if people aren't wearing masks, I find that People do not say hello. I have one person in my neighborhood that does say hello, and that's it. And I find it really sad with our community, and I know people are feeling a bit more isolated, but it really would be really helpful for us if we did start to do that. And so I do it a bit, and often I don't, because (laughs) what I find, especially in the park when 
I'm going up to people and asking them not to feed the animals, for example, that even when I do say hello, they're looking at me a bit suspiciously, <laughs> even if I'm coming up and saying just hello for the sake of saying hello. But it's just an interesting situation that I've noticed and that really kind of brought it home to me being away and having that feedback of the hello and, and the smiles and the connection more with people that is in person. And of course, we're having problems here in BC because of our numbers going up and people getting together. And I know there's a lot of talk about the fatigue of being isolated and not being connected with people in a, in a way that they want to be. But at the same time, if we did some of these little things where we did those connections, where we said hello, where we created some more community, then I believe that we could stop some of the bigger problems where people felt they needed to be in these bigger groups. And so again, it's a change of perspective. We have that choice to look at it and say, I choose to take care of myself by having some connection. And I choose to not be in a large group where there's more of an issue where COVID can be spread. And I don't want to be part of the problem. I want to be part of the solution. And so I was thinking about some ways of helping people to feel better whatever their circumstances, because we always have choice. And there's some simple things that we can do. One of the psychology tricks that I give to people is simply grabbing a pencil, putting it in your mouth, and smiling. And it's a way to have your physical body smile and the rest of you will catch up. Right? We've heard the saying, fake it till you make it. We can do it that with our emotions too. And we can help to create them. Think about when you really want to feel sad. You've broken up with a partner. You've had some kind of breakup with a friend. And what do a lot of people do? Watch a sad movie. Seems counterintuitive, but it's a way to get our feelings out and help to express something that maybe we don't feel comfortable expressing, that we're not in tune with so much. So by being allowed to express our feelings through this external movie, it's a way to get the feeling out. And I know when I was going through that, when I was dealing with all the trauma from my childhood in the past, when I was going through the cancer experience, I did that too. I watched movies around suicide because I had a mom who had attempted suicide many times. I had friends in high school, some were successful. And it was a place of allowing myself to really grieve it and to really feel it deeply because I had nothing to lose. I was on my own in my feelings, in the depth of everything, and looking at all of the past trauma. Now, everyone doesn't need to go to that extreme, but there is ways that we can do those simpler things like the pencil in the mouth or the smiling, 
watching something sad if we feel that you know we are feeling sad but part of us feels like it's not appropriate like it's not that bad this is something that's common in the trauma world or around sexual abuse like the sayings of people oh it wasn't that bad other people had it worse it doesn't matter something happened to you we've all had trauma on some level in our life and so it's okay to feel those feelings and it's about you it's not about anyone else we don't want to and don't need to compare ourselves to anyone else because it's our feelings and ourself that we need to address we all have more than enough to deal with ourselves and it's not a useful thing to compare ourselves or to look at others to to see where we are on some kind of continuum because it all is about you and releasing what you need to release feeling what you need to feel and it's interesting i was just reading something about thriving or surviving and that was used a lot in the cancer world too and there was a woman i knew that went through it and came up with a new term and talked about being a cancer graduate and that's what i started to use i thought it was a very useful term because i didn't like the idea of thriving thriving to me relates to at least from a psychological perspective we talk about this with babies whether they thrive or not whether they receive the love and can thrive and live and live healthy and for children that and babies that don't receive that then they don't thrive and so it's a very specific term and so i never was really comfortable with that and it's why do we use the surviving it's also an interesting term you know it's it's kind of like this struggle but really you know i think it's more about the emotional part of it and people don't know how to deal with the emotional part so they liken it to this kind of physical aspect of thriving or surviving and to me it's an experience that i went through and i learned a lot doesn't mean that i needed to necessarily go through it to learn it maybe i did and that's okay but i'm not going to stay stuck in those ideas of yeah i got through this and now i'm i'm this thriver like it just doesn't make any sense to me and for some people that might work for them you know i i'm okay if whatever people need to feel successful and getting through whatever they're going through is helpful and i certainly don't judge anyone that would want to use that term or any other term that fits them the reason i like graduate is the idea of moving past it that's one experience in my life but i don't need to stay there that I can move on and live my life in a different way, learn from the experiences, be honest and open about it to help others who might be going through something similar or letting people know it's okay to to be in these weird spaces in between, not knowing how to feel or what to feel or how to be and it's all okay. We go through those different stages. It's like 
a preteen to a teen, right? We have those kind of awkward stages and we go through it as adults too. So it's kind of interesting. This wasn't where I thought I was going with, <laughs> with this podcast today. I was going to be talking about, you know, feeling good now. And this is kind of a segue into that. And I've also been listening to some Jerry and Esther Hicks and the teachings of Abraham. And they talk about feel good now. And when I was part of the Global Information Network, that was the number one teaching, feel good now. And it's the law of attraction, feel good now. So what can we do to feel good now? And that's a long way around to the pencil in the mouth, finding something to express your emotions, and just letting yourself be in that feeling of feeling good, no matter what it is, like, Maybe it's some pictures. For me, it's like looking back at my pictures of my hikes this last week. Like, I didn't think I'd be able to do that challenging of a hike after the foot surgery last year. And so that makes me feel really good. Not only the beauty of the nature and being in in the silent, beautiful space, getting up early and being the first one on the trail and when I'm coming back, then meeting people as they're going in and just having that beautiful kind of synergy with people saying hello and just remembering that, having connections with people, phone calls, Zoom calls, whatever it is. So if you're feeling that you need to have some of that friendliness back, connection back, really it's about connecting and how can you show yourself that you can make those connections. Maybe it's starting with the pencil in the mouth. (laughs) I know it sounds kind of funny, but it is something that does work for people. So I'll leave it there for today. So I'm hoping you're having a beautiful day and I will talk to you again soon. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to the show. If you enjoyed listening, please rate and recommend the show on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. See you next week.